Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina-scented candle exploded in a woman's home. It's now legal to compost human remains. And a chef was arrested for making penis cupcakes. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm Jonesy. Thank you for joining me. You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina-smelling candle exploded in a woman's home. Gwyneth Paltrow has a candle on the market that smells like her vagina. What's it called, Jonesy? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. It's called, This Smells Like My Vagina. And Gwyneth Paltrow is selling it on her website. I covered this a while ago. I found it incredulous that people would pay $75 for a candle. That's just the first part. You get to pay $75 for a candle. You're going to pay $75 for a candle that smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. I just thought this was a major scam. Uh, But apparently people like this candle, like it a little bit too much. And it's too hot because it nearly blew up a lady's house in the UK. Yes, it exploded into flames in the living room of a woman who lives in England. She didn't buy this candle. This is the sad sad part. She won the candle in a contest. (laughs) Here you go. (laughs) You won a vagina smelling candle. I'm sure she was like, great, great. Just love this prize. Oh, boy. I suppose I'll light it. Maybe my husband will enjoy it. Next thing you know, big fire in the living room. Here's a quote from Jody, Jody Thompson, age 50, who won this stupid candle. The candle exploded and emitted huge flames with bits flying everywhere. Imagine bits of a vagina candle flying all over the place. I've never seen anything quite like it. The whole thing was ablaze. It was too hot to touch, I tell you. There was an inferno all over my room in my apartment. (laughs) Uh, Jody lives with her partner, David. David says he threw the flaming vagina candle right out the door. He saved the day. (laughs) Hey, you got to be pre- be prepared for exploding vagina candles. You never know when it's going to happen to you. It could have burned the place down, really. It was scary at the time, but funny looking back that Gwyneth's vagina candle exploded in my living room. <laughs> yes, hilarious. I'm glad you could see the lighter side of this, Jody. I would be incensed if Gwyneth's stupid vagina candle burned my house down and nearly put me into the homeless category. Gwyneth's vagina-smelling, house-destroying candle was launched in January of 2020, so about a year ago, selling for $75. The scents of the candle include geranium, citrusy bergamot, and cedar absolutes juxtaposed with damask rose and ambrette seed, according to the store. So I guess technically it does not smell like her vagina, unless her vagina smells like geranium. Uh, It's... It's about as dangerous as her vagina. It'll destroy your life, for sure. Gwyneth's vagina will destroy your life. It's now legal to compost humans in Washington state. Walter Patrick slowly rolls a giant wooden spool-shaped cradle back and forth. Inside is a human body, gradually being turned into compost. One of the first licensed natural organic reductions to be performed in the entire country and the entire world. Here's a quote from Mr. Patrick. This is simply another option at a time when people feel that they don't have very many options. Patrick is the senior steward at Herland Forest, a natural burial cemetery 
and nonprofit research center located north of the Columbia River Gorge in Klickitat County, Washington State. Natural Organic Reduction, also known as NOR, has given them a second way to return bodies right to the land. Washington is the first state to approve composting as an alternative to burying or cremating human remains. Advocates say composting is a greener alternative to cremation because it uses less energy. It's also the only legal way for people living in Washington to be laid to rest on their own property, albeit in the form of mulch. I had no idea. If you want to be buried on your own property in Washington, you've got to be mulched, baby, mulched. <laughs> That's crazy. I had no clue. There are currently three facilities in Washington State licensed to perform natural organic reduction. Herland Forest and Seattle-based Recompost. Both of these places received their first bodies a few weeks ago to compost. Uh, another place called Return Home in Auburn expects to open later this year. Patrick calls the process of placing someone's remains in the NOR vessel an investment and says it could take several weeks until the composting process is complete. So how does it work? Are you curious? I'm kind of curious. It seems morbid to me. I certainly wouldn't want to be the one composting these human remains, I'll tell you right now. So the body is placed in the NOR cradle along with 200 gallons of wood chips. Facilitators add a mix of bacteria, protozoa, and fungus to speed up the reduction process. Oxygen is repeatedly added to the cradle to keep it in the 145 to 155 degree range. Patrick also has solar panels hooked up to add extra heat when needed. The cradle is periodically tumbled to help disperse oxygen throughout the chamber. Uh, what are, you, are you lighting some incense while all this is going on, Mr. Patrick? I want to know what you're doing to control the smell. Really? I can't imagine. This experience is going to be awful doing this yourself. It says here, humans tend to have a lot of unnatural materials in their body, though, like dental fillings, screws, even pacemakers. That all has to be filtered out after the bulk of the decomposition is done, Mr. Patrick says. They also crumble up the bones to release the phosphorus. After that, Mr. Patrick said they'll have four 55-gallon drums full of usable compost. The family can take all of it or donate a portion to the forest where it will be used to help grow new trees in the cemetery. Well, that's the part I like most is you can, you know, put the body to use afterward. It just seemed always silly to me that we let a body rot in a box in the ground um, rather than giving it back to the environment. I can understand the argument for keeping the sacred body uh, apart from everything else after it's dead, keeping it in a, in a box all sealed up in the ground. But it just seems way cooler to give the body back to the mother nature that it came from, right back into the earth. That's what I wish to happen with my body. What a waste, in my opinion, to put myself in a box just to rot in the ground like that. Pfft, forget it, man. I want you to, I think I've said this before on the podcast, you shove a mango seed right up my butt after I'm dead and bury me in the ground. I'm going to turn into a mango tree. Anybody else? <laughs> what do you guys think of this human composting? Do you think it's gruesome? Do you think it should be made illegal? Uh, would you do this yourself? Would you consider? Call 646-450-2012. Weird AF News. The hotlines are open, baby. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> A chef in Egypt was arrested after making cupcakes with penis decorations. Little cute penis cupcakes. That sounds like a, a lovely thing. 
Imagine you go to a party, they're serving penis cupcakes. Oh, joy, joy, joy. Well, not in Egypt. Hands behind your back. <laughs> who made these penis cupcakes? And I want to know who enjoyed them. Egyptian security forces arrested a pastry chef who supplied cupcakes with penis decorations for a private birthday party at a sports club in a wealthy Cairo neighborhood. In the latest example of the Egyptian state's attempts to control public morality, which tend to target women, the female chef was arrested at her home after party attendees shared photos of the cupcakes on social media. Well, what are you guys doing, okay? You got a private party. You've, you've been given the luxury of these underground, illegal, penis-themed cupcakes, okay, to bring joy to everybody at the party, and then you gotta sell this pastry chef out by posting on social media, and now she's probably gonna go to prison for 100 years. Unbelievable. Party-goers, stupid. Just enjoy your penis cupcakes, okay? <laughs> Move on with your life. You gonna endanger this woman? Oh, man. This is a shame that this stuff goes on in Egypt, which is just really a repressive society at the end of the day. State media reported that security forces identified the baker after taking statements from eyewitnesses. This is, is, you got anything better to do, security forces in Egypt? <laughs> we, want, we want to know who made these penis cupcakes. All righty, there was... All right, we also... Somebody drew breasts on a napkin at this party. We're, we're going to hunt them down. This case attracted the attention of the Minister for Youth and Sports, who oversees clubs. He said his department would form a committee to investigate the incident and punish alleged perpetrators. We will punish the penis cupcake perpetrators. Bro, get a life. Seriously. <laughs> this place is terrible, man. Unbelievable. The baker has been interrogated by a court who recently tried an actress who posted pictures of her physique online as well. Wow. Egypt, man, it's just like, they just, poor women in Egypt, they just feel so terrible for you. Earlier this month, also, two female TikTok influencers were jailed for violating family values, I'm sure, because they put a video up showing their ankles <laughs> or something. Oh, man, it's just outrageous. In June of last year, the famous belly dancer, Sama El Masri was put in jail for three years and fined 300,000 Egyptian pounds for violating family values and immorality. Why? Because she showed her belly. You're awful, Egypt. I hope you're listening to this. Terrible, terrible place. There's a quote here from someone from the Middle East Policy Institute who says, On one level, it's hard to not be initially struck by the absurdity of penis cupcakes garnering the attention of state prosecutors, police investigators, members of parliament, and the regime-controlled press. At the core of the matter is not the banning of sexuality in the public sphere. It's actually restricting sexuality that is outside the control of men. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you notice, everybody in the story who had served prison time is female. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what's going on. It's just such a female-repressed... All of these Islamic countries are just treating their women so horribly. I feel awful, you know. And this poor pastry chef who's just trying to make people's lives better with some penis cupcakes, which really make everybody's lives more enjoyable when you get handed a penis cupcake. Hilarious. Not only do you laugh, then you can just enjoy the deliciousness of it as well. It's just, it's just so amazing on many levels, a penis cupcake. I just love that there's penis cupcakes in the world. Vagina cupcakes too, booby cupcakes. Look at, I'm not discriminating. Give me some bum bum cupcakes. According to the media... 
the woman who made the cupcakes told interrogators that the patrons of the club came to her shop, handed her pictures of genitals and asked to make cakes for them that look like this. And, you know, here she is going to prison. <laughs> Awful. For the penis cupcakes. I want to start a Kickstarter and raise enough money to send like 10,000 penis and booby vagina cupcakes to like the minister of Cairo. That would be tremendous. If I was so wealthy, I would do stuff like this all the time. Absolutely. Hey, what's up, weirdos? It's Jonesy. Thanks for joining me for another episode. Thanks for being here, being present with me. I appreciate that very much. Uh, I want to give major love to a couple people who joined the Patreon. One is Terrence Ferguson, who's a longtime supporter and listener of the show. Thank you so much, Terrence, for joining the Patreon. Terrence, join the Patreon, and you get a song about joining the Patreon. Uh, Terrence, please enjoy the extra content on the Patreon. I think you'll enjoy it, my friend. Terrence and I have had some discussions on social media before. Uh, so shout out to Terrence. Also, Paula Halifax joined the Patreon as well. Welcome to the Patreon, Paula Halifax. You have a really cool name. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in a very silly, over-caffeinated mood right now as I record the outro. Paula, I can't thank you enough from the bottom of my core uh, for joining the Patreon. Showing support for Weird AF News on a whole other level really touches me, so... Uh, I want to thank you. Please enjoy the extra weird AF content, such as bonus episodes, videos of me trying weird foods and weird candies on there. You can download the Florida Man Christmas song as well. There's all kinds of shit on the Patreon, man. Enjoy it. Thank you, Paula. Thank you, Terrence. Appreciate you. You guys are wondering, everybody else, how can I join the Patreon so I can get a shout-out too and maybe Jonesy will sing a little song with my name in it. It's pretty easy, guys. Go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or go to weirdafnews.com. You can find a link to the Patreon on my website. That's right. I got a website. Got to spend money on that thing, man. I need your Patreon support to keep the website going. Uh, You can also buy Jonesy a cup of coffee off the website. So click on that banner as well. That's kind of fun and pretty cool. Uh, I'm going to publish a phone call after this. If you'd like to call the show, you you know the number. 646-450-2012. 646-450-2012. I know, I know. I said you know the number and then I gave it to you. Ah, so sorry. Also, email me any articles that you have that you think are weird that I should cover. Funnyjones at gmail.com. Or you can send them to me on Instagram, at funnyjones as well. Uh, thanks again. We'll see you tomorrow, which is Wednesday. One if by land, two if by sea, three if by the British are coming with their tanks. Oh, gee. Angel, it's Michael calling from Iowa City, and I just wanted to express my deepest and most heartfelt condolences on the loss of your husband, your soulmate, James. I was so saddened to hear of this loss, and I just wanted to thank you for, first of all, calling the show, uh, calling Jonesy and letting him know that uh, James was hospitalized and ill sharing that with the Weird AF family, and then letting us know that he had passed. I uh, was deeply saddened by this. And um, I, uh, when Jonesy played those calls at the end of the show, <laughs> I, I laughed through my tears because I could really feel the spirit and the joy of this man. Uh, and um, I really felt like that I, I got to know him you know, I, I didn't act, interact with him on a personal level by speaking with him on the telephone or anything like that, but I got to know him through the phone calls that he made into the show. And 
in this tribute that Jonesy made, um, introducing his calls at the end of the show, you can really tell that Jonesy loves his listeners and his fans because, you know, of the emotion that Jonesy had in his voice when he introduced this very fitting tribute to James. And uh, it's clear that Jonesy uh, cares about his fans, and it's very clear that James loved life and lived a good one, even though he had uh, physical challenges. And uh, it's clear he overcame them and lived a very good life. Uh, it's very clear that he loved you, Angel. And uh, while you were his angel here on Earth, uh, very clearly, uh, he loved you so much. Uh, an, an angel came and took him away and took him to heaven. And uh, his body may have been broken here on Earth, but the Lord has restored it. And I know he is uh, sitting with a fully restored body and sitting on that porch in heaven, looking down upon you, angel, from heaven and, and watching over you now and uh, waiting for the time that you will join him there in heaven. So um, it, it's, he was a loving man, and you could tell that from the phone calls, that he lived a full life, and, and his disability didn't stop him in any way. He lived a, a full, rich, enabled life, not disabled. And uh, I, I felt uh, just that he mentioned me in, in a couple of those phone calls. Uh, that's a joy that I'll hold dear in my heart forever. Um, Thank you, Jonesy, for playing those calls and sharing that with the Weird AF family and, and bringing us all together, um, closer together through this loss, which we all will feel deeply for a long, long time to come. Thank you. Yay! 